we are live for episode six. Is this episode number six? Yeah, it's it's episode six. I think that's in the middle of discussed. a severe thunderstorm morning. Yeah, honestly, I don't know if I should be here. Hey, White Sox game's getting ready to come on. You got to keep that baseball game on, producer. Literally going live. I know. I know a couple of White Sox fans. They're really wanting the Mastros dead. I think uh, I have the White Sox winning the AL Central this year. I parlayed something with the division winners. Yeah. And it was the White Sox to win the division. Well, see, last year was the first year they actually had a decent team. They kind of sh- shit the bed, but in the middle of the season. Management. But I think they got a good chance this year. Who's uh, Who is the White Sox manager now? It's not La Russa anymore. Who is it? I think they got rid of him because he I had that so DUI. Too. Well, his like second DUI. It's it's more like his fourth, I think. Well, second that we know of, I guess. Yes. You got any bets going today? No bets for me. I'm kind of been slacking on FanDuel. I get a three-legger parlay. I do basically money lines only throughout the baseball season based off of my confidence. Yeah. So today I have the Astros money line against the White Sox. I got the Padres money line against the Rockies, and I have the Dodgers money line against the Diamondbacks. Ooh. What's any boosts? Uh, I did take a nice boost. LeBron James and Kevin Durant to score 50 points combined. Oh. That one's a, oh. That one's a lock. Dude, Kev, is this Kevin Durant's first game back? Or is uh, has he been back for about a couple of weeks now? I'm not sure. Because I know they keep talking him up. and Well, also, is this LeBron's first game back? I forgot LeBron. Because LeBron was hurt too for a while. He was. I kind of forgot about that. That's so, been... uh, do we want to talk about where we're drinking? Yeah, let's go ahead and discuss what we got so, here. So, Actually, what we did, what was our, our idea? The like, motivation was I saw that, what is it, a creamsicle? Yeah. Oh, yes. The creamsicle ghost in your middle console. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we should make some sort of drink out of that. So my wife happens oh. to be a great uh, maker of vodka drinks. Bartista. Well, you hit me with a couple cubes. But yeah, I got you. And went to the Kroger so Kyle could get some celery. We'll get to that topic on why he got celery later. I and yeah, uh, we won't talk much about why, but we'll talk about his theory. My theory. Uh, so what are you drinking with your ghost? Vodka, Tito's. Only because my wife talked me into getting Tito's and I was gonna buy some like cheap ass shit. And uh, we're we're grown adults, you know. We we're paying mortgages. We make decent money. We might as well just. He was gonna pick up a fifth of vodka that was a total cost of nine dollars and ninety nine cents. But honestly, if you think about it, it might all be the same because, like, oil, oil and gas, you I know, feel is all the same. I... <laughs> we, okay, so we're working on a Twitter. That's another topic, but uh, I'm struggling right now with that Twitter. So whenever we make our Twitter posts. That will have to be one of the debates, is if gas and oil and vodka and liquor is the same. Because obviously not like whiskey, like high-dollar whiskey is going to be better than fucking $10 bottle of whiskey. So the vodka experts need to tap in and let us know, Yes, is Tito's better than Skull and why and how? And I, I know one person that could definitely 
tap in and let us know because he uses Kirk the Kirkland the Costco tea, or uh, vodka or whatever and he he loves it he he thinks that's higher than or better than the Tito's and shit like that. Ben H is a big vodka drinker. He, he is a big. He, he can tap in with that, it too. That in. that fucker can mix a drink too. He can. He's got me obliterated a couple, a couple of times. Yeah. We've also had him obliterated a couple of times mm-hmm. too. We all warmer share days the same coming. Stump. Warmer warmer days coming at the campground. Uh, obliterated days coming. We all shared a stump to puke on. Yeah. All three of us were puking in the same area. So, did you find out who the White Sox manager is? I did. The White Sox manager currently is Pedro. I don't. Pedro Greifel. News to me. And he's having a blast. Okay. What he has his to last say name. About That's it. good. That's great. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. Do you know anything about him? No, I've never heard of that guy. Okay, Lord help us. Tornado warning, Decatur, Illinois, till seven thirty. So it's currently seven oh seven. So we have about twenty three minutes of straight hell. I don't know what I'm gonna do in these last twenty seven minutes of my life. I really don't know if I should <laughs> see if this celery theory is correct and shoot some ropes or let's get to our uh, just drink. Let's get to your celery theory. Okay, so celery theory. I got some crazy ass coworkers. Um, I'm not going to name any Shout names. out to our crazy coworkers. Yes, you do too. I know Teddy does. I mean, that's what makes work fun is coworkers. Shout out Big Chad. Yes, Big Chad. Big time. Big Corey fan. Corey, Ronnie, love you guys. Uh, yes, yeah, so anyway, Corey and Ronnie were telling me that celery. Celery helps you shoot a lot of ropes. <laughs> and increases your, I guess, sperm. Like Really? Like, there's just more of it. Is that proven? Well, I guess he's. they heard it on a, a podcast or something, or some kind of YouTube, or it was well, a porn star. Well, we know somebody who's close to the pod, very close to the pod, that's going to test that theory. Yes. There is somebody in this room, not naming names, that will test this theory. So I have already eaten three, three stalks. <laughs> no, not stalks. Well, like, three and a half. Not stalks. You want me to throw that this- in the... This is a stock. Okay, so... Do you want me to throw that in the fridge? You've ate, like, the whole bundle. Oh, I've eaten a bundle. Okay. That was celery I'm eating right now. Like a rabbit. Mm-hmm. Honestly, gonna, celery is not bad. It I'm tastes gonna, pretty good. I'm going to cover my work week really quick. It's yeah, very go brief. ahead. Hit that. Even worked, though we only had a couple of days, but go I ahead. worked one day. Mm. I worked Tuesday. It was quick. I didn't want to go then. I volunteered for overtime, didn't get the overtime, and it wasn't a bad day at all. Mm. It's like interesting how your mindset changes whenever you only have one day of work and yeah. work's been like shitty lately. So, and with my week off, I've been able to be productive as fuck around the house. That's good. It was a very productive week since it was actually the first warm week we've had in central Illinois and. Since probably October. Yeah. I got a lot of shit done, too. I mean, my work week, it was good. I, I was kind of busy yesterday, but but busy-wise, I'm just, you know, running around town. I don't really do much. <laughs> and also, fast fact, my wife bought me a basketball hoop for my Ooh. birthday, and we have shot hoops every single day since we hung it up. We actually have. And it honestly, it was not that difficult to hang it up. No, it was garage. scary. It was a little... 
Yes. The five minutes I was holding that backboard up, it kind of got to me in my shoulders. Uh, but we got her done. We got her. <laughs> we we uh we sunk them bolts. <laughs> yeah, we did. Sunk them bolts. Uh-huh. Kyle, you got anything specific you want to talk about? How many free throws do you think you've made this week? Oh, me? Okay, so let's talk about my free throw life here. Um, and I want to know what percentage you think you are. So I'm definitely below 20%. Um, I struggle with thinking. So, you know, if I'm doing batting Over practice. specifically. Yeah, batting practice or shooting free throws or beer, beer pong, whatever, I struggle. Uh, so me, free throw line, I'm about 20%. You know, I'm making probably 20 out of 100 <laughs> easily. 20 out of 100. I think that's where I'm at right now. Maybe even less. Probably 15 out of 100. And I am roughly You're 50 a out of little over 50%. Yeah. But probably pretty close to 50%. It's, but if it's a real life game, I can shoot the fuck out of the ball. But hey, if if it's free throws, you might as well follow me because I'm not gonna make them. So it's hack a Kyle, like hack a shack, hack a Kyle, pretty much. And you, what do you think you are for free throws? I'd say fifty percent. I'd say fifty percent. You always do the two out of five, or three out of five. You're always in the average of two point five free throws. I'd say made. Teddy, with her hampered knee is probably a good two to three out of five. Teddy's got good form on the free throws. So, and she's just using her arm. That's what's crazy. So we get her to the point where she's healthy, using her knees. Yeah. Does she improve or does she decline? Honestly, I think she'll be just above I think there's going to be a learning average. curve whenever she gets back. I think there's going to be there a learning be. curve because... She'll, she'll hit her to, sophomore slump. She'll have to adapt to shooting normally because she's trained herself with bad habits of shooting just with the arms. Yeah. I'll have to learn to train shooting with a new ACL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lock that in today, uh, going under the 9th, April the 17th, exactly one month after her 28th birthday. Mm. You'll have to train a lot of things. You'll have to start your whole life over. I will. I'll have to learn to walk again. Walk, ride a bike, uh, jumping jacks, cartwheels. Um, what else? Hit drive the fields whenever you think about it. It does. All of it. You're getting a brand new ACL almost. It's going to reconstruct itself. Let's talk about how amazing the human body is. The human body really is amazing. I mean, if you think about it. And the thing that I will definitely hit on, which I can't tell if you're being a smartass or not. No. But... How each and every person knows their body differently than the next person. Like, mm -hmm. and the wild thing to me is we consult a second person about things that are going on with our body. Yeah. So we talk to doctors about things that are going on with our body, even though we know something's going on with our body. So. And most of the time, they've never had sustain the injury that you're discussing with yeah they them. just study medicine so and then that's an even wilder topic like how do you teach somebody to have surgery I, I honestly I really don't know how you could teach somebody but uh, to be honest I, I our bodies are just perfect really I mean that's crazy it's amazing. It truly is amazing. The human body is amazing. 
Like her, the cells her that reproduce? Her grandmother says this all the time. Listen to your body. And that's oh, that yeah. applies heavy because like your body's going to tell you whenever. Sorry Something. for the brief intermission. There was some thundering outside. I thought the tornado was upon us. <laughs> your body's going to tell you when something's fucked up or whenever it's uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, easily. So, in last thing I'll say to discuss how amazing the human body is. In order to reconstruct my ACL, the doctor is going to take a graft from my body. The bone. Like what specific tissue? He's doing a bone patellar bone graft. And he Hmm. will take it, he will reconstruct it, and then where he took from will actually rejuvenate and come back, grow back. Wow. And he said it's 11% less. Like if I had a cadaver graft, it would be. 11% 11% more likely that it would re-rupture. Pretty amazing, the human body is. Oh, yeah. I, I agree there. Yeah, I mean, like the stuff that you were going through with your shoulder that you thought was an impingement or whatever. Yeah. And then all you did was rest and it went away. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing I'm going through with my shoulder. Like yeah. Even down to your diet. Like, like you just got to take it back to the day one, like your baby. Like just go to simple bullshit and, you know. Yeah. Start over. Start over. It's crazy. Uh, one thing I will give a shout out to is uh, Garrett. He's a physical therapist. He's pretty much a doctor. He is a doctor. He hit me with something called needling. So he would go in the muscle with some kind of small needle and like try to hit the muscle and make it spaz out. And he was telling me whenever he hits that muscle and you can feel it twitching, it's pretty much starting it over. Like it's sending a synapse to your brain saying, hey, you know, something's not right. We're going to have to restart this muscle. Did it work? And it worked. You think? I think it worked. It's crazy. That's awesome. And that's another thing, like, that's crazy about that is, uh, like, doctors trying new methods. Like, mm-hmm. being willing, because, like, I mean, most of it's fucking trial and error, right? It is. I mean, nothing works quite like building the muscle and, like, working the muscle. But as far as like getting the muscle to feel better or getting that joint to feel better, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, the the body is is just uh, probably the eighth wonder of the world, really. Listen to your body. Yeah, listen to your body. Long story short, listen to your body. Oh, fuck yeah. But uh, let's, uh, you know, just keep this rolling here. I think uh, we are going to, we're going to call... Have a, a long special guest, long lost buddy, special guest here. I'll go ahead and let him introduce himself, but let's go ahead and dial him up here real quick. He's he's on my favorites, uh, so here we go. You know, <laughs> um, here it ring and dinging. Hopefully, answers. Hello. Oh, who's this? Holy. <laughs> this is Colby. Holy fuck! You, do you know why I'm calling you? I heard it was about Illinois basketball. Mmm. Illinois basketball. So you yeah. you know you're live on this podcast right now, right? Hey, Colby. Hey, what's up? What's going I didn't on? Know that, but I kind of guessed. Well, it's not live. It'll be live whenever I publish it. <laughs> gotcha. But we're recording. We're in the studio. Yeah, we're in the studio. All right. Okay, Colby, quick question about uh, 
this past week. Okay. Okay, so how was your work week, number one? Sorry, hold on. What would you say? How oh, was gosh. your work week, number one? How was my work week? Yeah. Uh, it was pretty good. It's good. A little bit of, little bit of chaos on the, on the Twitter machine, but... Oh, no. It was good. What, what's wrong with the Twitter machine? Yeah, let's get into that. What's, what are we talking about Twitter-wise? I mean, if, if you're a close follower of, you know, basketball, college basketball in general, there yeah. was a lot going on. Yeah. Transfer portals in full swing. I saw. We got some. We got some like professors writing, sending letters to uh, university administration, and we got a player clapping back. Like it was, it was pretty good. It's pretty intense. Let me get this straight. That professor wasn't even a professor at University of Illinois, was he? Um, I'm pretty sure what I saw was he's at some university in Canada, so he's not even American. So what the fuck does he know about Illini basketball? Uh, nothing. So he pretty much should just sure, keep his mouth shut. And then I did I'm see. Pretty sure he saw a 15 second clip on Twitter of Brad yelling in a timeout and then formed a whole opinion and wrote an email about it. That was pretty incredible. What uh, Coleman Hawkins said about it, basically saying like, like he was taking accountability. Like I, I took a fucking jump shot whenever I should have driven the ball. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty enlightening because, you know, from a fan's point of view, you you see, you know, you can try to read his words when he's screaming in a timeout like that. But Coleman, I felt like provided some clarity, you know, kind of pulled back the curtain a little bit of like, you know, he was actually yelling at for this specific reason. And then everyone that, you know, has watched been a fan played basketball is like, oh, yeah, I can see why he would be yelling at you for that, especially. If you're a close follower, like you said, of Illinois basketball, where they just make boneheaded young person moves, like it's just like a lack of maturity. Yeah, they're they're what nineteen years old, eighteen years old. The 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 specific play that Coleman described, every Illinois fan has yelled at their TV because he's done that. So it's just like, and he knows, you know what I mean. He's accountable for it. Oh, for sure, for sure. But uh, as far as uh, transfer portal goes. I have a little bit of a different perspective, and you may have the same perspective. Is it more a Brad Underwood thing, or is it just the availability to transfer? Because this past week, thousands of players entered the transfer portal. So people are trying to point the finger at Brad Underwood. What do you think? I don't think it's a Brad issue. It's, I mean, it's college-wide. I mean, even look at uh... – Look at the kid. Kansas State just went to the Elite Eight, and they have a kid that's transferring. So, yeah. I mean, no matter – Illinois could be in the Final Four this weekend, and they would still have a kid transfer after you. And it's just like you said. It's the availability. I mean, and that's just – college basketball offseason is free agency now. Yeah. And fans are just going to have to get used to that. <laughs> yep, and they're yep. not. Yep. Right now you're in the adjustment period, and, and you just you just have to deal with it. <laughs> now yep. – uh, Kyle and I kind of had a conversation about this earlier in the week. Do you think that they need to restructure the NIL stuff or cap it, or or what are your thoughts? Um, from a, I don't know. From my point of view, a regulation is like whatever the NCAA would try to do. I am confident that they would screw it up. So 
I feel like it's going to be up to the people doing the deals and they will just structure them differently. Yeah, I think that uh, it gets sticky trying to cap the NIL. Like, Yeah, for sure. And I don't, I guess what I'm saying is I saw, I saw this idea floated around. So it's not me just like, you know, I'm not the brainchild of this or anything, but they basically said that people are going to say it's going to be more like a contract similar to a professional league where, you know, like once you hit these certain milestones, then you're going to get more money. Like you actually have to be enrolled for a certain amount of time or, or whatever. Like we're not just going to cut you a six figure check and then hope you show up on campus and play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because uh, also like, like if you do it, if you cap it and just like just straight raw cap it, I think that, it gets sticky in the sense of a Brandon Lieb is not going to make as much money as a Terrence Shannon Jr. or Io DeSumo. Mm-hmm. Like, for sure. Like back in the yeah, day, like, just, a Nick Smith's yeah. not going to make as much money as a D Brown. Nope. Yeah, and I think from a you know from a player ag- advocacy point of view, it's more like let these kids make whatever people are willing to pay them. Like I don't really care. My question is, where's the money actually coming from? That's a very good question. Because and I was gonna say after your after your last question was that when we talk about all these nil deals, as far as I know, the fans are kind of in the dark anyway. Like I haven't, I've not, I have no idea how any of these are set up. I'll be honest. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, you can get on the nil store and buy jerseys and stuff, but you can't tell me that fucking Ty Rogers is making hundreds of thousands of dollars off of. Like seventy dollars jerseys, you can't tell me that. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Or the S and K Buick GMC fucking commercial with uh, with uh, fucking what's his name <laughs> and Coleman, Coleman and uh, what's his name? Sincere is it? Yeah, sincere? no, it's not sincere. It's it was uh, not Ty. Yeah, it was Ty Rogers. Yeah, Ty Rogers and Coleman. That horrible ass commercial. I see. I haven't even seen that. So yes. But they couldn't have made a bunch of NIL money off of it, is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't know. I mean, if, if I you can win that, games, I think that's all that matters. Win games and get paid. I, I don't think the fans should have any kind of worry about the NIL. Just, I think we should stay out of it. Let them no, do whatever they want to do. They do need to make money. I, I think it's great that they're making money. Yeah, they should. They should be making 100%. money off of their name, image, and likeness. I think that will be a game changer. I said this to Kyle the other day is the video game. Whenever the video games come back out, they will be making so much money off of that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I honestly think that, uh, and I think that's the problem, is that the, you know, like EA basically has put it on hiatus for so long because they're like, oh, well, if we actually have to pay them, then it's not going to be worth it to us, which is like, like just like terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible strategy for a business it's like oh i only want my business i only care about what i think i don't care about my people that are buying from the standpoint of right now there is no you know there is no collegiate athlete like collective whereas when they do video games for you know the mlb or the nfl you they work and buy the license to those players through the players association well the NCAA isn't really ran like that. So who knows how, you know, someone like, 
a top player may be like, oh, well, I'm only getting in your video game if I can be making this much money. And they're going to be like, look, no, we're just not going to put you in the game then. Yeah. Yeah, they'll have to... They'll have to make it so it's lucrative for everybody, I think. Yeah, and that's... And it that's might be a flat rate. It, it could be. compare it to... Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, if you compare it and you look back and uh, at the MLB games from, well, like, MVP Baseball 05, if you guys remember. Yeah, a little college, bit. The college Barry one. Barry Not as good as you guys. In the, Barry Bonds wasn't in the game, and that's because he wasn't a member of the like the union. So the union's deal didn't apply to him. So he could basically name his price for himself. And they were obviously not willing to pay him to be in the game at that point. Colby, can you give me the name of his, uh, his character that was supposed to mimic him? I know it. Uh, and who was, uh, who was Reggie Stalker? He was the same. It was still Barry Bonds, right? I just on a different yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Like so, so it was John Dowd and Reggie Stalker. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just want to go ahead and stop what you guys are talking about. It's pouring out there. I think I'm sorry to inconvenience you guys, but I think we need to cut this short here pretty soon. Yeah, you're good. You guys are like under tornado watch and everything. Yeah, like it's it's serious shit. Everybody's concerned. This might be the most rain we have ever gotten. It's hard to drive in the rain. Uh, worse than the snow. Um, but yeah. But yeah, go ahead, Colby. Sorry, sorry to cut you off real quick. I just wanted to let everybody know what was going on. Yeah, you're good. I was going to ask him, what more. does he think about, is there any rumors about incoming transfers, big-name guys? Um, I saw where Hunter Dickinson entered the transfer portal today. Obviously, Illini Twitter went off and was like, what does people think about Hunter Dickinson possibly coming to Illinois? I'm going to say that I'm good on him. I don't want him. But uh, what are I, your thoughts? Yeah, go ahead, Colby. I got something to add, too. So go ahead. I mean, that's I, – I think it might have been uh, – I think it might have been Jeremy Warner that said this today that said, you know, Hunter Dickens, Hunter Dickinson has played the villain his entire career in the Big Ten, and the ultimate heel turn would be to go in conference, which is just, like, kind of insane to think about because he's had so much to say about every team. Yeah. So, obviously, Illinois fans are like, hey, you know what? I'm good, but, you know, I'm of the standpoint of, like, Obviously, I don't think he's going to make that decision to come to Illinois. No, but he'll, he'll go somewhere. Hey, man, like a, a, an all-American coming to my team, what's there? I mean, of course you're going to get excited about it. Well, it's it's proven that he can't win at the assembly hall. But moving on. <laughs> Honestly, right? and that's what I saw. I saw someone else say like, his, he's going to announce it and then just be like, "Hey, can't beat him, join him." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think he's not going to join any team in the Big Ten. I think he is going afar. Probably Texas or somebody Big 12, probably Kansas, to kind of show his name even bigger, like, hey, I can still do this anywhere, any kind of conference, any kind of play. Yeah, and, I mean, a player a player of his caliber and his, you know, name recognition, I mean, he's going to go to a top – He's going to go to a top school, would but be my guess. Honestly, if, if you thought he was that good of 
a basketball player, All-American, shouldn't he be in the NBA draft? Shouldn't he enter his name mm-hmm. in the NBA draft? I mean, I think that's just the difference between NBA and college players. Some guys yeah. aren't cut out. I mean, and I don't think he's cut out for it. I think he's going to fail in the NBA. Like, you have to, I mean, you have to go. It's, it's one of those things where he's an old-school big man, and, you know, Kofi Coburn had another year of eligibility, and he decided to go pro, and he's, you know, playing in China right now. So I think maybe that, Hunter I think sees I, that for himself and is like, I'd rather go to a big-time school, make some NIL money, and stay in the States before I have to go play overseas. And it could just be about money, too. I think that's go ahead, a, Robert. I think that's a smarter choice by Hunter Dickinson over Kofi. I think Kofi should have stayed personally, but that's a that's a whole different topic for a different episode. Oh, but yeah, 100%. Uh, I think Hunter Dickinson's a little bit better of a big man than Kofi because he has a little bit of a jump shot, has that mid range J. Kofi did not have that, and I no. think that is required in the NBA. I think Hunter Dickinson will end up being in the G League or something like that. Yeah, he could. Like Luca Garza, fuck him. But uh. <laughs> Yeah, I think. No, uh, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, obviously, they're, you know, they have different skill sets and, you know, and size, of course. Hunter does have a jump shot, you know, so. But, uh, whereas, like, Kofi looked convincing going down the lane, like, nobody was going to fuck with Kofi going down the lane. Hunter Dickinson, like, looks slow. He looks like he runs a little fucked up, looks like he might have, like, some hip issues whenever he gets to about 30, 35. Uh, just looks kind of unathletic whenever he's running. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I agree with your overall point, though. I think that it, it'll. It's. I mean, he's got. He's a smart dude. Like, he's gonna go where wherever's best for him. You know. Oh, for sure. Yep. That's the difference, though. I mean. I mean that's yeah that's what matters the most you can't, know go can't where fault you... him for going somewhere else and making money whenever it's available yeah. he's going to end up yeah, making I more mean, money I mean, he's, in this nil and, stuff than he would going pro or the g league i yeah. mean what are g league people making hundred thousand a year maybe? i know they make six figs depending on your level i think you who is the high uh you got to google this who's the highest paid g league athlete or player i guess i should say producer producer we got a producer who here is the so, highest what? there you go who is the highest, highest paid, paid g league player She's gonna look that up real quick, but uh, I th- I know it's they start you out at least. You want to know what the minimum? I bet it's I bet so. It's, yeah, what's the minimum? I bet it's Let's... Mac McClung. McClung, dude, he's the dunk champion. The flyer. Every player will make a minimum salary of forty thousand five hundred. Oh, so it's worse than I thought. Damn. Okay, so it's minor league baseball numbers. But go ahead. So forty k starting minimum, just just showing up. Doing again. That's what Hunter Dickinson will get. His name, you know? from here in Decatur, that went to St. Teresa, that went to Iowa. I don't know. He was in the G League for a fucking hot minute. I do not Damn, know. What's his name, Teddy? I know one good MSU alum, uh, Kalen Lucas, was tearing it up in the G League for a little bit. Now he's I, tearing I don't know. it up in the prison league, right? No, that's uh, Corey Lucius. Okay. Corey oh. and uh, Keith Appling. But, uh, yeah, uh, we're still looking it up here, Colby. Sorry, I don't know if you're trying to do laundry for Lauren or or what you're doing because it no. sounds like you're in the uh, utility closet. <laughs> no, I'm good. No, okay, all right. I was just kind of curious. So the highest paid G League uh, player just signed the largest contract that G League has G League has ever had is London Johnson. Oh, don't know who that is. Johnson, Lyndon Baines Johnson. 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 
Lyndon B. Johnson, our uh, president from the 1950s. LBJ took right? over for. Is uh, it 50s or the? Yeah, it was 50s. LBJ took over for. No, it was 60s. It's a two year, and it is estimated to be 1.1 million. Okay, that's a lot oh, of money. Okay, that's so he graduated from high school early and reclassified up to the 2022 class. Oh. And he recently landed 2023 five-star wings, Matas, who will be on a one-year leave. Hmm. Deal. Okay, that's interesting. Um, He's a four-star recruit. All right, that's something. But uh, yeah, so 1.1 highest and the lowest is 40 grand. So. Maybe practice squad, maybe twenty grand. Maybe I should quit my day job and just shoot free throws. You know, get some game. rebounds for him. And well, no, free throws for me is 40 horrible. Forty grand in a five-month period. They yeah. only play for five months out of the year. Oh, that's that's actually that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, that's pretty good. But it's really raining here, Colby. I'm gonna have to let you go. It's 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 hard hard rain. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight. We yeah, loved your you opinions. Um, what's your middle name? Dylan. Dylan. Okay. Colby Dylan. Colby Dylan. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Colby Dylan. I'm I'm glad you you Great to answered hear from your me, phone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for Absolutely. sure. No puking on anybody's floor. Yeah, don't be puking on anybody's floor, bud. All right. I'll try to keep it cleaned up tonight. All right. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. So uh we'll go ahead and end this call. All right, we'll chat at your boys later. All right, All right see you, dude. See you. Yeah, Kobe Dillon, he is full of wisdom, has a lot of knowledge about Illinois basketball, Cardinal baseball, baseball in general. Kobe and Robert, to be honest, probably have the most knowledge of baseball that I've ever seen. I think what? that I think Kobe and I had an Instagram thread that was just random baseball players, probably for about a good three weeks, where it would be like maybe two or three times a week, we would just send a random player's name. Mm. And that was going on. I think I'm going to have to kick that back off on Twitter. You should. Sounds like the rain has subsided outside, which is good because, not going to lie, I was ready to wrap this episode up at 40 minutes because I was that, scared. That rain was loud. It was. And we're going to be able to hear it whenever we oh, oh, oh. listen back. Lights are twickering. What town did, jo did Colby join us from? Where did Colby join us from? Oh, so Colby, he joined us from Tennessee. So right now... It is 8.36, and Lauren is probably pissed off at us because he was not doing the laundry. And I, I know he needs to do the laundry. But, yeah, Tennessee, he's in uh, just east of Knoxville, I think. Okay. Is that a Nashville suburb? He's actually – are those the sirens? He's actually by the Smoky Mountains. He's, like, legit the but right next to the, the National Park. In Tennessee, there. But yeah, Colby Dillon, definitely a uh, childhood friend of mine, has become good friends with Robert through me. Bless you, no Colby. I think everybody sh should have the chance to meet Colby. Like he, he's one of a kind. Really, he's he's hilarious. Definitely never a dull moment. He's one of those does uh, not make things awkward. Whenever I think of Colby, I think of. Uh... Like time. like our yes, I think of our friendship. Like fuck a fake friend, where your real friends at? Yes, that that's that's Colby. Yeah, he's always there for you, no matter what. So I'm gonna go on a little bit of a gripe. Uh oh, here, gripe, kind of. Mm -hmm. Rule King, I've said this for years. 
ha- always has everything but except for that thing that you need. They have yes. everything but what you need. So they'll have concrete in the bags, but they won't have a fucking bucket to mix it in or like the concrete shaping tool, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, let's get all these sacretes, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> not have any kind of so, thing to mix it in. Example today, big steel dealer, right? Has the steel fucking sign on the front. I'm pretty sure every rule king ever has the steel sign on there. Yeah. Like the chainsaws, weed eaters, shit like that. Yes. So I lose one of the fucking nuts on my chainsaw and my tension screws bent. So mm. I go out to Rule King today to buy that thing for the trailer that I was telling you about to get the lights to yeah. work. The converter. But didn't have any fucking like accessories, parts or anything for like steel chainsaws. So they just sell the merch. They, they, they just don't sell, sell parts. The merch, no parts. But I get on Amazon, I type in steel parts or steel accessories, whatever. Yeah. I find everything I need for $11. So I went ahead and ordered that shit. Oh. $15 shipped. So, so we're, we're talking less than 20. I bet, Real, well, Rule King's pretty reasonable on some things. I will say that. I mean, Rule King does, I don't think Rule King sets the prices on steel stuff. I think it's, yeah, it's the dealer. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, I know another thing that you really would get upset, which I never noticed it until you brought it up, was the price tags, which they have been getting better at Bob. Which price is tags. funny because I haven't bitched about that in a while because I emailed the store. Or I mailed the like the I got on the Rule King main website and I filed a complaint and stated this location never has the price tags with their stuff. I mean, at that point, so this is whenever we first moved into this house. So that was 2019. Yeah. So Rule King opened out here in what 2007, 2008, something like that. So we're talking oh, a good tell you. 10, 11 years of never having the fucking prices on anything. Like, how do you not have the shit price by then? But I guess that's why it was such a good deal. Is I haven't paid have super close attention lately, but everything's, I feel like everything's priced pretty, well, like, has the price on it. It is because I went to go buy some weed and feed uh, two days ago, and the whole lawn, everything had price tags everywhere. They'd even prioritize, say, the top, you know, is this price for the top shelf? The bottom tag is for the bottom. So they they've definitely I understand that's up. I understand it's hard work, but it is hard work. But the, that's what the you shit sits there year round. The grass seed sits there year round. The fertilizer sits there year round. It's not hard, not hard at all. You go into Rule King, you see about four to five employees shooting the shit, walking around doing nothing, whatever. Yeah, price something exactly. Figure out the prices. I'm not going to say what I'm laughing at. <laughs> I think I know what you're laughing about. It was something that I said a while ago. About the employees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Sometimes you just say some fucked up things. <laughs> those of me, those of our friends and listeners that know me, know my sense of humor can be second to none at times. But it's, it's definitely. It's pretty spot on. Too. It's definitely hilarity. That's what it is. It's great. So thoughts on baseball being back? Mm. Yes. Uh, as I was listening to the 1050 here AM, the radio station, they said it best. When baseball's back, warmer weather is around the corner. And that's all I can think about is, is warm weather and happiness. And I, I love the start of baseball. I know the middle season, middle of the, uh, the games kind of draw your – 
I don't know. They just kind of kill you. They get long. They get long. They can be long. But, but, but I love it. I'm a baseball guy. Yeah. Go ahead, producer. Baseball being back is great for my marriage. <laughs> you guys guy. got some rivalries going. Like, you guys, did you guys draft at all yet? We didn't draft yet. We need to. Because I know last typically couple of years. Typically, we do participate in fantasy baseball draft. And that's always like a good reminder for me that as soon as fantasy baseball's over, we're segueing right into fantasy football. We're, yeah, we're we're in like week two or three of fantasy football, so yeah, because football starts right crazy at the to end think of that yeah. It takes that long for a fantasy baseball season to be completed. I just can't believe it's it's already April. I mean, yeah. <laughs> tomorrow. Has anybody else noticed time kind of sped up? Like your your thought process these last couple of years of time being sped up. Yeah. Anybody else? Into I hear that, that whenever they you always say when you get older, time goes by fast. But when you were younger, did you always think these adults, they're dramatic? But now I see it. I honestly I struggle I remembering. You have kids, time goes by really quickly. I struggle remembering what I was doing 10 years, when I was 10 years old. Like, I do not really remember. I had a great childhood. I did too. I feel like I... I don't know. It's just I don't like, know either. I remember pieces, especially when like people are telling stories. I'll remember stuff, but I can't just think back and be like, hmm, that's what I did when I was 10 years old. Thank you. That's I agree. I, I'm right there with you. But I, I guess I do remember moving up here to Decatur, 12 years old. That was That was a new beginning for me. I do remember that. But I guess I do remember moving to Illinois. I was from Michigan. I don't know. Now that thinking about it, I, I kind of remember, but I think I have ADHD. Um, yeah, we can do a refill. Uh, I, I really do enjoy these drinks that we. I think it's time for us to, to dip into the whiskey. We can move to the whiskey. We need uh, some cubes. Um, who's going to brave the weather? <laughs> we might. Have to wait. I think we stay in our safe place here in the garage. We're not. Jim Kozik would say. You guys are Stay dumb. Covered. You Stay should covered. not be in the garage right now. Stay because covered. you're under the gun. Because, hey, literally, we're under the gun. Dude, those frosted glasses look super delicious. Yes. So are you done with the celery? No, I'm not. Uh, see, this kind of scares me how it's black like that. I don't know if that means it's dead. Producer? But I just skip it. You got plenty more. Okay, we'll throw this stock away. Um, see if Bella will eat it. Bella, you like celery? Want some celeries? There you go. Good <laughs> Didn't girl. Didn't want to hide it out of your hand. She wanted to take it for herself. She, go ahead. Uh, does anybody else want to try this celery uh, conspiracy out? She literally just took a bite off of it. Yeah, I'm One good, dog. Bite. She likes it. And chewed it up and took another bite. Celery is full of, of nutrients. And fiber. Fiber, water, and sperm. <laughs> Apparently, is this good? Is this part good to eat? This the flower, the flowery part. I think I mean, I don't know. you can, but I don't think you don't advise it. We Whoa. probably sh we probably should get inside. Um, I don't know if you guys heard that on the podcast, but it's 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 rotating. I just want to say my dog is uh, enjoying celery bite by bite, and if you know my dog at all. She's not a bite by bite dog. She's a one bite and done dog. 
The tornado warning has expired. Yes, we the tornado ready. warning has expired. It is just a little windy out here. While you're out there, go ahead and grab some uh, um, whiskey cubes. I am not going to grab the whiskey ice cubes because it's still raining pretty good. Your grass looks really good, Robert. I will Thank say you. that. That rain has helped a lot. Your weed and feed has helped. Have you used crabgrass preventer? No. Do you believe in that? I don't know. Are you about to tell me it works? I'm not. I've never tried it. I've never tried it either. I'm sure it works. Because that step-by-step -step process is like, you know, hey, this is the Bible. Like, we got to do this. Because crabgrass preventer was the first thing to use. And I then feel like we should probably feed. use it definitely in our front yards. Because I was looking at that bag, the Scott's uh, groundskeeper thing. Yeah. It said crabgrass preventer, weed and feed, um, and then I can't remember what the third one was now. Fuck. I don't know. I think you just seeded it. I think that was what the third one was. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess, uh, you know, this, this week has been good. Probably should yeah. start closing this week out. Yeah. I think we need to work on getting guests. We do need to start working on guests. I think next week I'm going to try to bring some coworkers. Yeah. Sounds or maybe good. maybe I can try to go to their house and yeah. have it there because I know good. at least one or two would be up for it. Yeah. And if we need to get an episode in your garage. Get an episode in my garage. I feel like your garage would actually be pretty good because is your garage door insulated? Yes. No, nah, yes, it is. I think uh there wouldn't be a lot of sound, no echo. I think this is pretty good because of all the stuff in here. It's not bad at all. Yes, because you you got you got a lot of stuff in here. Yeah, you got the shelves, the fridge. Yeah, your trucks in here. So once again, if you have any questions that you would like, we're working on that Twitter. Them to answer, please send those in. Yeah, Twitter. We'll be posting a poll to our Twitter to send any questions. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to make the the uh, handle at Garage Beer Shenanigans. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I really wish people would you know have some questions or just have some kind of topics. Yeah, because yeah, tap in. I'm trying. I'm tired of let's of give just, us something to talk about. Yeah, I'm tired of trying to come up with stuff. Yeah, I don't think we struggle for creativity or anything like that. I just think just something to talk I think about. One episode a week for now is pretty good. I mean, oh, that's perfect. So yeah, just go off that. So that's my closing point. Honestly, yeah, I, I agree. Producer, you already had your closing point. So thanks. Thanks for listening. Uh, see you next week. See you next week.